Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. Joining us now is Lynn Washington. He, of course, is a professor of journalism at Temple University. In addition to his Temple degrees, Washington holds a law degree from Yale University. Lynn, good morning. Good morning, Solomon. How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Okay, fine, fine. Hope this new year brings uh, <laughs> some profit and productivity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I, I wish the same for you. So, um, I do want to ask you very quickly, uh, Valerie mm-hmm. Gay, uh, Claudine Gay, rather, uh, yeah. pushed out as, as president of Harvard University. What are your thoughts? Um, she got caught in the uh, imperfect storm. I don't mm-hmm. want to say perfect storm, but the imperfect storm. There were people who were um, uh, utilizing uh, this, this notion of anti-Semitism and, you know, they were going after her. And then there was others who were... Um, opposed to the fact that not only a female, but a black female was heading that institution. You know, those who are opposed to uh, diversity, equity, and inclusive. Oh, let me just put it this way. Those are who are opposed to fairness and what America allegedly promises in this constitution. Mm-hmm. So she got whacked from both sides. Yeah. Um, now, you know, this issue of, of, of plagiarism, um, it, it was really like a mountain. Uh, I mean, a molehill that was made into a mountain. Was she wrong in doing it? Yeah, but uh, you, you're going to have an expert come on after me, uh, Mark Lamont Hill. He did a, a piece, uh, I guess it was last night, where he was uh, discussing it. And he was saying that, you know, that it was really a minor uh, in, in terms of the the uh, plagiarism there. So, but uh, yeah, uh, and it's a whole part of um, this effort to divert attention away from what's going on in Gaza and what, what, what Israel is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, let's understand. I mean, you know, so it's incredible. The context just gets obliterated, you know, it evaporates. The gotcha question that mm-hmm. supposedly started all of this came from uh, this uh, congresswoman from New York State, uh, Alicia Stefanik, a-, a Trumpite, who says nothing about Trump's anti Semitism. Right. You know, just a few weeks before that, uh, Trump had. Um, made some seriously anti-Semitic comments. And then a week before that, on the eve or on, on, on the day of, of one of the Jewish um, uh, people's uh, highest holidays, he made some anti-Semitic statements. Nobody says nothing about that. Mm-hmm. And what what got people pissed off about Miss um, Gay or Dr. Gay at Harvard is that after the uh, October, it's October 6th or October 7th, you know, some students at, uh, at Harvard signed a letter saying that the Hamas attacks is because of the apart, well, essentially because of the apartheid uh, that Israel's been practicing. And people went off about that. Mm-hmm. So because she and Harvard's administration didn't immediately throw those students out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for their exercising their First Amendment right, and some of it being accurate, then big problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, but, but, you know, the, the, the bottom line here is what, what you had indicated, you know, a few minutes ago, man, this is all a part of an effort to reshape America back into what it was yeah. a non inclusive, um, a country that, um, you know, refuses to recognize what it is and what it has done and what it needs to do. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yeah, it's a lot. So I uh, want to talk about something that's going on here in, in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So U.S. Representative Scott Perry is yeah. the latest to face a challenge under the 14th Amendment uh, voter filed suit calling on Secretary of State Al Schmidt to remove Perry from the ballot for engaging in insurrection. The lawsuit uh, mimics challenges to former President Donald Trump's candidacy in several states. Lynn, what's the history of the 14th Amendment where black people are concerned? And do you think these ballot challenges could work? Well, the language of the 14th Amendment is is rather clear. And it says that, you know, anybody who has either engaged in uh, insurrection or rebellion or have given aid and comfort to the enemies of, of the United States uh, should be barred from, from office. Clearly, in the instance of this guy, Scott Perry, not only did he engage in insurrection, but he gave aid and comfort to the insurrectionists. This, remember, this is a guy, as you know, as many investigations have um, revealed, he was the one who um, came to the president, uh, then President Trump, and said, look, you know, here's how we can deal with this. We'll put a new guy in, in as the attorney general, and then he'll start impounding voting machines, and, you know, we'll just gum up the works. And they had this minor level functionary in the Justice Department, um, the, the guy's name, it just dropped out of my mind right now. Um, so this is what, what uh, Perry was pushing. Mm-hmm. And Perry recognized that it was... Um, <laughs> something what he was doing was not right. So he was one of the people who was asking and seeking a pardon from mm-hmm. Trump before he left. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 it's, it's clear. Um, now, who is this guy? Uh, Perry, you know, hard right wing guy, you know, Freedom Caucus and all of that. And what was it? September of 2020. He's speaking to a Rotary Club up there in the Harrisburg area where he's from, York, Harrisburg area. And he declared that there was no such thing as the systemic racism. Mm. He said, you need a system uh, to have it. And I don't see a system in place. Oh, <laughs> mm. and um, we had a civil war and we got rid of all of that uh, at the civil war. Mm-hmm. So now to the second part of your question, you know, about the about these things and will they work? Uh, people are trying to um, essentially in some ways just enforce the law. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to black people, the law, the letter of the law is enforced down to every single letter in a word. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But when it comes to other people, then, oh, we, it's, a, it's a different type of interpretation. You have to be more broad. Uh, oh, we need a textual interpretation. Uh, what was the original construction? Oh, come on, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the law is what is written, supposedly, but it doesn't have when it comes to black people. And this gets all the way back around in terms of the 14th Amendment of what it means to black people. The 14th Amendment was um, an amendment that was passed after the Civil War. And it was designed to give citizenship to formers, to for- people who were formerly enslaved, mm-hmm. and also to give equal protection of the law to all Americans, mm-hmm. black and white, Native Americans, Latino Americans, Asian Americans, and as we now know, <laughs> and live every day, that part has not been fulfilled. Mm-hmm. We still don't have equal rights under the law. Mm. No, we don't. And and so that's, of course, what the uh, what the Fourteenth Amendment says. And and it was about black people and black people who had been 
enslaved and, and making sure that we have full citizenship, which, of course, is, you know, is still something that we continue to fight for even now. Mm -hmm. But um, so Scott Perry, you know, knowing that that he was wrong, trying to get a pardon, did not. I don't think he got that pardon. And so, no, you know, uh, now you have somebody trying to get him off the ballot. Is it going to work, Lynn? Um, well, the, the, that issue of the um, impact and the effectiveness of what is it, Section 3 of, of the 14th Amendment is now being litigated. Uh, different states have taken different positions on it, uh, and it's you know being bumped up to the Supreme Court. So, you know, just have to wait and see what the U.S. Supreme Court uh, says about it. Because, uh, you know, you have to have some uniformity with it. But, you know, the problem with, you know, putting things up to the Supreme Court, they can invalidate it. I mean, they've been invalidating, you know, all kinds of provisions and particularly provisions that um, have been a benefit to trying to achieve that equality of, of opportunity that the uh, things like the 14th Amendment promise. So we'll just have to, you know, wait and see. But I'm glad to see that there are those who are raising these issues and and, and, and putting the ball in the other person's court. The reality is, I, I think, that um, Merrick Garland, the attorney general, the guy who um, maybe should go on Amazon and buy some backbone because he really mm. needs it. <laughs> but, you know, it, these cases related to January 6th should have been filed months ago, if not years ago, because the evidence was clear. And then after the, um, the, the House of Representatives gave their uh, conducted their um, investigation and, and turned up a whole bunch of information. But Merrick was, was slow walking it. So now yeah. we're into an election year and those who are have exposure can say, oh, well, this is all just about the election. They're just trying to keep me from, you know, being elected. And there's some resonance to that. I mean, you know, there's a thing called sophistry where, you know, you say something, well, something is said and it sounds like it has some validity and logic to it, but it really doesn't but, you know, yeah, well, they're, they're, they're approaching you. They're coming after me because they they, they just don't want me to be reelected. Re no, they're coming after you because you broke the law. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and if the law had been enforced equitably and effectively like it should have, we would have been having these conversations a few years ago. But here we are in 2024. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. So, of course, we got some other stuff going on. Uh, mm -hmm. We we only got a couple minutes, but I do want to yeah. ask about this. Mayor Sherelle Parker has declared a public crime emergency. The last mayor to do so was Michael Nutter. Do you think this will curtail crime in the city? Well, like so many of your uh, callers, I you know wish the new mayor well, and you know we're all pushing and hoping that you know the, the city turns around. Not just for her, but for all of us. Mm -hmm. But if um, these emergencies have worked, why don't we call them another one? Mm -hmm. <laughs> if the emergency had really worked under um, the former Mayor Nutter, then we wouldn't have these problems. But we still have these problems because too often what we address are the symptoms of the problems and not the cause. Mm -hmm. The cause, as we know, whether we want to recognize it or not, is, you know, Lack of hope, you know, lack of job opportunities, poor educational opportunities, uh, health care, housing. These are the sorts of things that have to be addressed, and they have to be addressed all at the same time. And we haven't been able to pull that together enough um, uh, on the local level, even on the national level, uh, for it to have any kind of meaningful impact. So, yes, I would hope that, you know, there was uh, 
some serious efforts to um, reduce the level of crime and, and, and chaos in the city. Because, um, you know, uh, chaos, uh, crime comes from chaos. Mm-hmm. These people, mm-hmm. you know, these, what is it, the car meetups and donuts. And mm-hmm. I mean, even something as simple as just littering. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? So we just have to wait and see. From my understanding, the mayor has assigned some of her top people, the police commission and others, to come up with a plan. Yeah. Uh, over the next couple of weeks, or do they have a plan? I wasn't quite sure of it. Yeah, they're supposed well, to come up with a plan. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we have a state of emergency, but wait until we get a plan in place. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. you know, wish that it would happen, wish that it would be effective, but um, if we don't address the root causes of this, um, it'll be, you know, some window dressing. Yeah, a lot of people will be arrested. A lot of people, you know, swell, swell up the jails, up on State Road. Uh, but is that really going to change the dynamic? Mm-hmm. You got to get to, you know, the, the, the root of the problems. And, and over, what is it, the 40 years that I've been a reporter, I've seen a lot of talk about addressing the root causes, but I haven't seen much sustained effort in terms of uh, addressing those root causes. Mm-hmm. All right. That is Lynn Washington. Lynn Washington, of course, is a professor of journalism at uh, Temple University. He is the co-founder of the award-winning multimedia urban reporting lab. In addition to his Temple degrees, Washington holds a law degree from Yale University. Lynn, as always, thanks so much. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 